I'm going to save you money right now. Money, 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 money. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash opie. Looks like we are live. Good morning, everybody. We are, yes, we are live from the ocean. I would say it's about 35 degrees, but no wind. Nice and crisp. I think I'm going to do a little live streaming, drink a little coffee, and then I'm going to do the real ice bath, which is to jump in the ocean. Um, I will be jumping in the ocean. Yes, it will. It will be for a mere few seconds, but I will absolutely do that. What's up, Vincent Scaramuzzo? Damn, chilly ocean. Well, yeah, man, but I'm jumping in for my mental health. Supposedly, it helps with your mental health. With that, I say uh, cheers. Cheers to everybody. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Got to drink this coffee fast because it is uh, it is it is quite crisp out today. How are you, GH? Man, I'm good. I came all the way out east because Doggy had a vet thing. We had to get him a flu shot. We had to take care of some some ringworm or heartworm medication. What else did he get? He got a shot for something else, too. I don't know. It, It was time for his shots. And you might say, why don't you just take him to a vet in the city? Well, first of all, it's three to four times more expensive. And second of all, they're just simply not nice. We found a very nice vet out here. So I'm like, man, I have no problem jumping in the car with the dog. There's a new worry with dogs in New York City. And that would be dogs are so much for the empty cup theory. What is the, oh, because of the coffee? There's coffee in there. Look, you can see my coffee. I got to drink it fast, though, because it's, it's, uh, It's cooling off quickly. So basically, dogs in New York City, they're getting high. Dogs in New York City are getting high. It's not something that that dog owners have to worry about uh, out here on Long Island. But in the city, because everyone is now smoking the marijuana, now that it's legal. Marijuana has been legal in New York City for a very, very long time. Oh, maybe not with the city, but there was a big understanding with everybody, including uh, the NYPD. They're like, just smoke your pot. We have uh, bigger things to worry about. So, I mean, people have been smoking the, the marijuana for a very long time in New York, but now it's officially legal. All right, whatever. So now when you leave your apartment, um, the smell of marijuana is literally everywhere. And... Um, and people, you know, they're smoking their joints. And for whatever reason, I, I was talking to a, an older lady yesterday about this at the, at, the, at the vet. She's like, yeah, you know, when we were smoking our pot, we would, we would get every little bit out of it. Every little bit out of it. But these kids, man, they're willy-nilly with their joints. And they're like, when they're done, they're just throwing them uh, down on the sidewalk. I had no idea. And if you have a dog, they will lick everything and they will try to eat everything. They're eating the uh, 
the leftover joints and they're actually getting high. Dogs are getting high in New York City. So it's something that uh, that uh, dog owners have to be aware of, which is it's absolutely insane. And, and the funny thing is, Doggy had a period there, I don't know, about a week ago where he was just laying around. I was thinking, wait a minute, is he laying around because he uh, he ate a, a, a half done joint off the streets of New York City? And is he high right now? And we were starting to get a little worried. We're like, what the hell? And then my wife went out um, to dinner with a couple of her friends. And that's when the discussion of the marijuana thing came up. They're like, oh, man, you got to watch out for this. A lot of dogs are getting high all over New York because they're eating the they're eating the joints. I'm like, get the hell out of here. And then somebody else told me the same thing. But he ate a giant scrunchie and he was laying around for two days sluggishly. And then my wife's like, thank God we had that, that vet visit because, you know, they could uh, poke around and see what's wrong with doggy. And then um, what was it? The day I was leaving for the ocean. So I think that was yesterday morning or maybe the day before, whatever. It doesn't really matter. Um, getting the kids ready for school. And Doggy uh, comes walking up to me, basically saying, help me. Dogs will say, help me in their own way. And all of a sudden, he's like. <laughs> and out came a, I mean, a giant, giant scrunchie. I'll have it on the next live stream, the picture. Or if if you want to do a little work yourself, you can go to my my Instagram, Opie Radio. It's there. It's there. It's disgusting. And then all of a sudden, the dog was uh, more than fine. Now, I got a neighbor a couple houses down. I won't see him until May, though. He's one of those. Uh, he's, uh, he's in one of these houses where they don't believe that uh, it could actually be cool at the ocean um, after after Labor Day. I don't understand those people. Um, he had a dog that uh, it cost him thousands of dollars because he ate not one, but two bathing suits. And the dog couldn't puke it up. And the dog couldn't get rid of it the other way. So they had to have not one, but two major operations to, uh, to remove the bathing suits from, from uh, the dog's belly. So we're kind of lucky that uh, we didn't have that going on. And and as you can see, he's wandering around. He wants to go out on the uh, – oh, he's like, what are you doing? He found his ball. He's like, what are you doing? Stop talking to these people. They don't like you anyway. Let's go run on the beach with a ball. So we're lucky uh, in that regard that, uh, you know, there's going to be no operation. Thank goodness. And then it turned out it was my little, my little daughter's scrunchie – She's kind of getting into, you know, hair stuff and a, and a few little products here and there. And I showed her, and this thing was just soaked in bile. I mean, soaked in bile. I hope you're not having breakfast right now. <laughs> you should listen to your dog. I get it, Andrew. See, I made fun of myself, and you're tagging it. Like, it's actually real when the fact is a lot of people enjoy these every morning. Every morning. morning. Let me get rid of uh, Andrew. He can't handle this. Um, I go to my daughter. Uh, is this important to you? And she goes, yes. And it's so. Has anyone ever, like, uh, dealt with a dog puking up something? And 
and how it's covered in the bile and how slimy it is. She goes, that's my favorite scrunchie. And there's a story behind it. And I think it's one of her Christmas presents. I uh, And then, you know, because I am a good dad. I'm like, I could have just said it's not it's not salvageable. It's not salvageable. We'll get you another one. But know what I said? Because I'm a good dad. Do you want me to tr uh, try to save this? She goes, yes. And now... I went to a sink that's not that important in my apartment in New York City. <laughs> and I, I started washing this thing. And as I'm washing it in this sink that's not that important in New York City, the slime is getting to me because it's just not coming off this scrunchie. And I'm going, I'm imitating my dog at this point because I'm just scrubbing it. No gloves. The kid doesn't use gloves, man. He gets right in there and does the washing. And I'm just like washing and washing. I wash this thing uh, with my hands for at least 10 to 15 minutes. Uh, and then the bile starts slowly releasing off this thing, the slime. And now it's just kind of sitting on a paper plate in the apartment in New York City. That's what a good dad does. He gets right in there and washes stuff. I'm the washer. You know, when the kids were puking when they were young, middle of the night, puke all over the place. I, for the most part, have no problem with, uh, with puke in general. I've always been that guy. So when the kids were puking in the middle of the night, I would be the one carrying the sheets, trying to make sure nothing drips all over our fine apartment and go to the sink that doesn't matter that much. And I would do the initial washing of the sheets with my hands, just trying to, just trying to get them clean enough so you could actually throw them in a, in a washing machine. That was, that was probably my number one job when the kids were a lot younger. I was the, I was the washer of puke. Yes. All sinks matter. All right. Good dad. Oh, good. Da I try to be a good dad. The only thing you could do as a parent is just try. I know the garbage that, uh, well, you know, to be fair, that both my parents did. Uh, mostly my mom, obviously. Uh, people know that by now. And I just try not to do those things to my kids. That's what I do. And that seems like a really simple lesson, but it's not simple. I've seen it with my own eyes. I look at people and go, that's what your parents did to you? Why would you do the same crap to your kids? Mess them up in new ways. Not the obvious ways that you know messed you up. Why would you do that to your kid? All right, let me get a cup of coffee and some gloves. My hands are frozen. And uh, I got to start, like, preparing for my, my the real ice bath. You don't get a goofy tub and fill it up with water and then dump ice in and go, that's the real ice bath right there. 30 seconds to a minute in there will wake you the F up. And I'm going to do it completely naked. So the, the, the goal is after the live stream, if you need to know. There's no one around today. I'm going to get completely naked up here. I'm going to walk down to the ocean, probably run. I'm going to jump in for 30 seconds to a minute. I can count to a minute in my stupid head. Slow count, hopefully. And then I'm going to run back up to the house completely naked and get in a really hot shower. That's a real ice bath. Let me get a cup of coffee. Come on, doggy.
I'm going to save you money right now. Money, 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 money. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash opie. Look, did you know the average person has around 12 paid subscriptions? Think about that. If you think you're only subscribed to a handful of services, you might want to double check. With Rocket Money, you're going to find yourself some money. You can quickly identify and cancel all of your unwanted subscriptions. Go to rocketmoney.com slash right now. Rocket Money, formerly known as Truebill, is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Look, I used Rocket Money and I found out I was still paying for Sirius XM. <laughs> now look, they gave me VIP accounts, but then I needed more subscriptions back in the day. So I was paying for a few and I had no idea I was still paying for that until I got involved with Rocket Money. Over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, like myself, uh, like that streaming service you bought to watch just one show. Remember that? You did that! Or the free trials, they get you with the free trials. Rocket Money will quickly and easily identify your subscriptions for you so you can stop paying for the ones you don't want anymore. But Ope, is it easy? Yes, it's easy. Simply find the subscription you don't want and press cancel and Rocket Money will cancel it for you. You don't have to deal with customer service. Nah, 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 nah. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving the average person, ready for this? up to $720 a year. So basically, you have nothing to lose. Why don't you try it out for yourself? Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash opie. That's rocketmoney.com slash opie. Once again, rocketmoney.com slash opie. Yes, make all the new mistakes. Well, Andy, but, but it's, a, it's a good philosophy. Like, I know the things when I was growing up. One of them, my mom would just yell and scream over, I mean, over every little stupid thing. And my kids do things that frustrate me. Of course they do. They're not perfect. But I realized what the screaming did to me. I think I lost my hearing in this ear. And then I lost hearing in both ears with the radio over the years. So when they they act up and do their things, I'm the, I I I want to start screaming. I'm like, oh no no no. So you just try to do um, things a little different. The other thing I did, um, I took a ride, a bit of a ride to uh, West Hampton. They have a fine brewery. Um, it was hard to find, to be completely honest with you. And I met my friend Chris, a.k.a. Uh, Fish Guy Photos, for a couple brews last night. Because he just got back from the Solomon Islands. He's a good friend of mine. He's been on the podcast a few times. We had a nice time at the, at the brewery having a couple pints and, and catching up. So, And one of the pints, it was like a 7.3. A 7.3 in a pint is like having three cans of beer. So we had two of those, and I'm like, why am I feeling sluggish this morning? I only had two beers, but these stupid craft beers, these stupid IPAs with their alcohol content, I'm the guy, like, there's so many beers I want to try, and 
and I see it on the tap, uh, 11.3% alcohol. I'm like, what? why are we doing this? We come from a time, what was the, what was the alcohol? Four? Five was uh, a bit on the high side when we were growing up, right? Talking to the older people out there. But with these IPAs now, man, 7.3. There was absolutely one that was an 11 on the, on the taps uh, last night. I'm like, I'm not trying an 11. I just want to have a couple like uh, casual beers. <laughs> Big mama props. Scared of a 7.3. Pussy. Hell yeah, I am. I'm not, I, I'm not a big drinker. So yeah, I am. Yes, I am. It's not that I'm scared of it. I don't like, I don't like wasting my days anymore. Because there was a time I, uh, you know, I drank more on a regular basis, like any, any human being out there. And I was not good with the hangovers. And I would waste days. I went out on a Friday night. Saturday was wasted. Sometimes a, a Saturday and a Sunday. I was I was lame, but uh, you know, big shout out to the West Hampton Brewery. I'll be back. It was worth the trip. Um, I enjoyed it. They uh, take pride in their little local business. There's a lot of breweries out here. There's a bunch in Riverhead. There's a bunch, you know, in the Montauk area, um, and it's fun, man. The, the little local breweries are nice. I just don't like looking at the taps and going, that's an 11.3. Oh, uh, have you heard of the Joe Rogan experience? I think that would be a good career move. For who? I, I don't like the Joe Rogan anymore. He's gotten too weird. He's off the rails. He's entertaining still, of course. He's still crushing it, but he's too weird for me. And I'm not a fan of three-hour podcasts. That was the original reason why I... um that I tapped out of Joe Rogan. I'm like, you know, his episodes were piling up and I'm like, this one's three and a half hours. This is two and a half. I can't. That's what we all do with our podcasts. You start panicking because they start like building up recipes to Rebecca Ozone. Man, I've heard that rumor and I don't know how true it is. He's talking about ozone. Uh, let me put him back on the big screen. He's talking about ozone. I worked with Ozone at WAF, the only station that really rocks in Boston. He died a couple of weeks ago. He was uh, quite the radio personality in the New Orleans area. He settled down there. Uh, he was a, an amazing personality, one of the best, one of the best. Really knew his music, was really in with the record companies, had uh, had such an energy and passion for what he was, what he did. Really knew how to inter interview bands. Probably should have been bigger than he actually was, but he he uh, he hammered out a, a decent career for himself. And over the years, I would I would uh, talk to him here and there, not a lot, you know. Uh, definitely a few years would would go by without a word from the Ozone. And he really liked me and Anthony a lot. He was one of the good guys up there at WAAF. He liked both of us. And uh, then there was a rumor. I don't know how true this is. And I'm not one. I'm not Andy fucking Cohen, okay? I'm not the stupid Andy Cohen where I spilled the tea. You're a loser, Andy Cohen. But I do have to say this because it popped up on the big screen. Um, there was a rumor that that he was trans, and that later in his life he went through life as a as a woman. And and the guy said, "Rest in peace to Rebecca Ozone." I don't know if that was his name and. Later in life, I don't even know if he was trans, to be completely honest with you. Um, 
but I, I, I am here to say that I heard that over the years. And then I'm wondering, is that the reason why he kind of tapped out of his old life and, and wasn't really and wasn't really keeping in touch with uh, especially me and Anthony? I could I, I could speak for us. I know Anthony wasn't really in contact with the guy. I know I wasn't. And we really liked him after we uh, left Boston. He was one of the guys that stuck up for us and and uh, supported us and was cool to us. But then he sort of faded away. And I wonder, I wonder if uh, living his true self was um, was uncomfortable to him as far as people he used to know. If that makes sense, someone's saying it's not a rumor. I I, I have to keep saying it. You know, the rumor is because I truly don't know. I would have to get some uh, verification on that from people I I know. Uh, you were on his podcast and he's probably whose podcast was I on? You were on his podcast and he's probably the only person from the old days that hasn't taken shots at you. Constantly crediting Opie and Anthony for his podcast and saying absolutely nothing negative about you publicly. The only potential ally you have left. Probably best not to burn that bridge too. What the Joe Rogan? Ah, the Joe Rogan. I mean, I appreciate that he he still credits me and Anthony for getting his whole thing going back in the day. But there was a time, I'm not going to lie, I really needed him when I was reinventing myself and starting my podcast. And I thought it would be a no-brainer to get him on really quickly. You know, I need a little break. And he blew me off. So I'm fucking really still pissed off at that. I think uh, Joe deserves everything he has. I'm not a I'm not a fan because I do think he's gone off the rails a bit. You know, I see the clips online, and so and he's he's in bed with Alex Jones, who I think is just a ter- I mean a terrible person. And his uh, episodes were too long for my taste. That's all. But I'm proud of the guy. I, I mean, he deserves everything he he's he uh, he has. He works really really hard. He worked really, really hard in the in the day when people still weren't listening to his podcast, but he worked really, really hard at it, and uh, and it popped. So good for him. He deserves every dollar he's getting from Spotify. You alienated a lot of people, dude. Own it. Jeez. Uh, Jimmy Jackson, that is not true. I could give you a whole list of people that I'm still in touch with. You're, you're buying into nonsense. Oh, my God. God, see, here's the problem. There are people out there that you probably listen to that have burned more bridges than I have, but they're smart enough not to talk about it. But I am the dummy that I'm pretty much an open book and I'll, I'll, I'll talk about stuff that I know makes me look ridiculous. That's the difference. I got a whole bunch of people that still support me, my brother. But you're buying into some nonsense because you like uh, somebody over me. So if that person says something, you, you just buy into it. As a, as a fact, when it's not true. There's a million things about me out there at this point that are simply not true. Okay? Facebook user. Opie, you have an inner peace not seen in the people who criticize you. It's like watching good versus evil. Stay pure. Well, I got an inner peace because I know what I accomplished in my career. This is like... Um, this is like just gravy now, man. You know, after a damn good meal, you're just sopping up the gravy. That's all this is. That's all it is. I could develop this more. And I know Vincent Scaramuzzo wants me to, but I, I've been there, done that. I toy with uh, maybe making this better. And I'm like, I don't know. Because with that, you know, comes a lot of anxiety and stress. And I don't know if I want to do that. 
Florentine and Anthony credit you for actually paying comedians the other day. So it's not all evil. I remember that became a thing. Like I, um, I started paying the guys that were really helping my, my show after me and Anthony uh, split and I was reinventing myself. I started paying some of the comedians that were really helping me out. Um, I couldn't pay everybody, but the, the uh, company came to me. They had money put aside for a sidekick. I didn't want a, a, just any old sidekick. They wanted me to do the show with A-listers. D.L. Hughley was on that list. Billy from Billy Eichner was on that list, even though I never met the guy. They even said, what about Bob Saget? I'm like, Bob Saget, he ain't doing my show full time. I'm telling you, SiriusXM, their management team is terrible. That's why, that's why they give all the money to Howard. As long as Howard keeps bringing in the people, then no one is going to notice that they really are bad managers. They're bad operators, and that is the God's honest truth. So I finally convinced him. I'm like, look, I want that money to pay the people that I appreciate. So it was like Vic Henley. It was, uh, it was sort of Carl. Carl wasn't getting paid to do my show back in the day, but I certainly took care of him in other ways. Sherrod, uh, Florentine got money. Rich Voss got money. And then that was spun. It was me trying to do uh, the right thing because Sirius XM is like, well, if you're not going to use this money for psychic, they were trying to take it back. I'm like, no, give me that money. And I, I said, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. I'll try to find, I'll try to find like a, a co-host. But in the meantime, I want to take care of the people that are supporting me, helping me and coming in on a regular basis. And then these idiots, these haters out there, these, these dishonest people, Opie has to pay people to hang out with him. When in the end, I was doing right by the people around me. This is the nonsense you got to deal with. And probably one of the reasons why I don't want to like go all in again, because then you have to deal with even more of that garbage. And the other thing about that, because people have been asking me for whatever reason, I don't know why this came up, but I was paying uh, the guys that came in to do the last version of my radio show, $200 every time they came in. And some of these guys were doing three, uh, three shows a week. They were making like $600 a week to do my, the last version of my radio show. And then it was spun, like I said, that I need to pay people to hang out with me. That, there's, just, there's just garbage people out there with that chirps. Radio gunk is back. Man, you know, I get this all the time. You can't stop talking about Howard. But Radio Gunk the other day got me going. The video's up on my YouTube channel, Opie Radio where we break down um, Howard Stern's neediness and how they have to throw in birthday parties. <laughs> OP Radio. Speaking of money, what did SiriusXM spend on Howard's 60th birthday bash in 2014? And what did they pay their guests to show up? Oh, my God. Radio Gunk, that is a great question. Howard Stern is the biggest effing baby. They pay him, I don't know, rumor has it, they're still paying him at least uh, like $80 million a year. And for his 60th birthday, they spent, I mean, they spent millions. They had to stroke that guy's ego all the time. It wasn't good enough that they were handing over pretty much the company to one guy. But then they had to throw these extravagant birthday bashes. And yes, supposedly some of the celebrities were paid to be there. And they spent millions on this damn thing. And then you, get, you had very, very talented people that worked at SiriusXM. And they were asking for like... They were asking for $1,000 more a year. Hey I, hey, I can't pay my bills. 
And look, I'm, I, I'm obviously doing well for you. I just need a thousand. And they would say no. There's a couple people that do music shifts at uh, Sirius XM. They lose money doing them. And then they turn around and they spend millions on that ass. I mean, millions for a dumb party. You shouldn't have a birthday party after the age of 12. Oh, can you imagine sitting there and everyone's kissing your ass? Oh, my God. They got to feed his stupid ego at 60. Who does that? You're making everyone show up for your 60th birthday party and they have to... They have to come there and kiss your ass in front of everybody. Oh, my God. And then you got people around Sirius XM. Hey, you know, uh, we're having another kid, and I don't want to travel four hours uh, for my job here. So I, all I need is like $1,000 more, and I think I can make ends meet. No, we don't have the money. They handed the whole company to one effing guy. I saw so many talented people. They would come to me. They're like, oh, uh, it was great working with you. Great seeing you in the hallways, but I got to go. Um, why? I, I asked for $1,000 and they said they can't afford it. <laughs> Jesus. And then I got and then I got people that you know well. They would uh, come in to do their radio uh, shift. And they would come on my show back in the day. And, and they would tell me, they're like, you know that shift I do for the blank station? Well, it, it cost me $100 to do it. I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, they don't really pay us. So- it's the commute in and out of the city with the gas, the tolls, the parking, that in the end, these guys that do like a shift here or there for the, the music stations, they actually lose money to, to work for SiriusXM. Their priorities have always been effed up. And then it's like, well, how many millions of dollars do we have to celebrate Howard's 60th birthday? Yuck. Oh, and then Howard accepts it. It sits there like an idiot. As everyone's kissing his ass, knowing that they had to come in and kiss his ass. You're just jealous. Yep. I guess I am. Oh, Radio Gunky got me going. We weren't invited. They kept telling uh, me and Anthony that we were the second biggest show at uh, Sirius XM, right? And I'm like, all right, cool, man. Uh, I want to check out this, uh, this goofy birthday party. Because I definitely wanted to goof on it. Hell fucking to the yeah. So maybe they they knew not to <laughs> they knew not to invite us. Wait, we can't go? No, you can't go. But we're the second biggest show. You tell us all the time we're the second biggest show at Sirius XM. Yeah, but you can't go. Cause that's how because we drove Howard nuts because we were always honest about his bull sour grapes. Yep. Robbie, you're a dishonest person. I gotta be honest with you. Because you know how ridiculous it is for a 60-year-old man to sit there on a stage for his birthday and, and make everyone show up for a birthday party. That's embarrassing. So you're not being honest with yourself, sir. Stupid radio gunk. I mean that in a good way. You got me going. Trying to be nicer. <laughs> if you don't like me, that's fine. But I hate the dishonesty because I just talked for over an hour. I talked about Howard for a war. I mean, you could look it up yourself. Five minutes, five minutes out of an hour. And I had no intention of doing that, but stupid radio gunk got me going because it is something that, that did really bother me because I, I gave it about a lot of the people around me. We had a whole bunch of people working for us that needed raises. It was almost impossible to get anyone a raise. And we, we were able to accomplish that from time to time. And there were other very talented people at Sirius XM. And everybody was struggling because they were just shoving more and more money at Howard. And they do it to this day. 
So if you want to call it jealousy, sour grapes, so be it. But it, it absolutely used to drive me nuts. You know, we got paid well. In the end, they got a, an incredible deal as far as what they paid me and Anthony and what we uh, accomplished for them. But look, I had enough money, obviously. But there were, uh, there were true people that were really, really talented. And they're like, I got to go. They, they just won't pay anybody around here. And I'm like, but they have the money. More and more just shoving money down stupid Howard's face, hoping this will, will this make you happy, Howard? For your 60th birthday, we're going to spend millions of dollars and have the Rolling Stones there. Will this finally make you happy? Since you're shoving money down his face. Guy will never be happy. I mean, never. Opie Radio. What are you asking today? What exactly was the penal closure on high pitch Eric's oofish bomb threat to you? I never got the full story. Please tell me you threw the book at that carcass con artist. I lived in a world where there were there were rules for everybody else and rules for Howard. We were getting in trouble back in the day for the most stupidest, dumbest things. Every time we took a shot at Howard, there was hell to be paid and we had massive meetings, suspensions, our jobs were threatened. And then one of Howard's guys literally called in a bomb threat and left like threatening messages on our voicemails. And we brought it to the company and they did nothing, absolutely nothing. They ignored it. And then, then, you know, then we would go on the air and do some just making fun of Howard, maybe just talking about how he's uh, Hampton's Howie now and his dumb helicopter, just a goofy bit that made people laugh. And next thing you know, we got management pulling us by our ears like this down the hall to have another meeting with. They're like yelling and screaming at us. I'm like, but, but this was a legit threat from one of his people. What are you going to do about that? Uh, nothing. We're doing nothing. Oh, it, it, it was so ridiculous. They handled uh, Howard with kid gloves. Don't, don't think for a second that guy's a tough guy. Don't think for a second that he deals with his own battles. It's all behind the scenes garbage. And at this point, I got to say, I know I've been blackballed by, uh, by Howard and the people he knows. I know it for a fact. Oh, but you should repair all your relationships instead of just shutting them down. Better for you in the long run. Okay, Oral, you know all about me and my life, don't you? Hey, Oral, you're a guy that thinks you know, right? All right. So why don't you list my friends right now? I'll wait. Because you literally don't know anything about me. I had a, a couple pints with a really good friend of mine last night, Chris, a.k.a. Fish Guy Photos. I got friends that I will never mention on my live streams or my podcasts. You want me to be friends with people that I have no desire to be friends with. Oh, stop thinking you know me. Stop. Just stop already. All right. At this point, Doggy here. I'll show you. No, no, because then come here, Doggy. Doggy is like right here. Come here. Just come say hi to everybody. He is literally here. He, he's 12 inches from my face. He really has a, he's got a missile that needs to come out. I got to go guys. Thanks for checking out my live stream. Don't, no, see, he won't go unless I go. So I got it. I got to end this. All right. Let me end, end the Instagram. You can subscribe to my Instagram, Opie radio. That'd be wonderful. We got 20 people. We have a chat room that's constantly open and we're always babbling about crap. Um, I'll be turning on my, uh, my chat and my Instagram 
probably after I walked doggy. And uh, YouTube, you gave me $2 today. That ain't good enough. So you're not going to be on tomorrow's live stream. So go after yourselves. Facebook, you know I love you. A uh, big shout out to the uh, the private Facebook group. You can join that by hitting subscribe on my Facebook page, OP Radio Fans. Have a good day. 